Hey guys, welcome to the Mommy Tribe, where you get not one, not two, but three mom spurts on your side talking about all things in the hood of mother. Sit back, relax, send the kids to bed, and let's dive into this week's episode. Hey guys, how's my favorite mama friends? <sighs> I really just feel like the weekend like literally just started and it's already ended, which makes me really super sad. Um, I really think it's because it was the start of like Kerber Palooza birthdays because, you know, all of my kids' birthdays are like right next to each other. Yeah, I feel you. The weekend flew by. Like I've been down a child all weekend and I can no longer blame Wyatt for me not getting things done because I got like two out of the 20 things I want to get done this weekend. Like, how is it Sunday? Ah, Kerber kids' birthday parties. It really should be a birthday parade. Like, we should have a Kerber birthday parade. You know, we really should. Like, it would just make my life so much easier just to throw, like, one big Kerber Palooza birthday bash. So, like, when the girls were younger, I would do that. Like, I literally would just throw a big birthday party in my brother's backyard and it was bomb everybody loved it Rachel you've been to one of them like it was it was it was awesome best birthday party ever exactly bomb and now that they're older Allie just does not want to share a birthday which like I get she's getting older you know whatever it is what it is so at this point we just throw like each one of them their own little like thing at this point it's like back-to-back birthdays is a mini Christmas at the Kerber household It really is. It's like a freaking money pit. It's like from the end of the July to beginning of August. And then if we're going to count Joe, um, you know, it's like three solid birthday months. But Joe usually just gets like an IOU. Like, sorry, man. <laughs> Too many kids. I mean, as soon as birthdays are over, you guys are really starting Christmas. And you get back to school too. like too. you guys are just spending all summer through fall. It's literally a money pit, like literally. Everyone always asks, like, if we planned it that way, like, oh, did you plan to have all of your kids, like, within literally two weeks apart? And if I'm going to just be, you know, completely honest, um, one child out of three were plants, <laughs> and that was my middle one. And even then, like, we did not plan to actually give birth to her, like, so close with Allie's, like, with Chloe, we tried for like nine months and it just so happened that we got super close to Allie's birthday. I don't know. I guess we're just like into that like spooky season type thing. <laughs> no, like y'all are like those, those locusts that come out like once a year. Y'all make babies one time a year and Halloween is y'all's thing for sure. So we all know Jess is getting laid for her trick or treats. Oh my God. No, no, no. Let's not. <laughs> yeah, it's. It's okay. I like America, apparently, Thanksgiving and 4th of July. So go USA. You're all about like that America. America. (laughs) So graduation night and Easter. So new beginnings. I mean, Easter's a new beginning, right? Um, I don't really think it's like a new beginning. Easter's like Jesus rose from the dead type thing. So I'm just going to say you like celebrations. (laughs) I mean, not sponsored or anything, but right in the mood vitamins will any will make me any reason to celebrate any day. But hey, Ray, if you're listening, I really do dig your products. They work great. 
Yeah, I need those in my life, but I got to make it through the giddy for titty phase in my life before I can feed my body whatever I want. <sighs> yeah, I really like do not miss that whole like breastfeeding thing. Did it for <laughs> all three and hated it for all three. Definitely did not do it for the bonding. And I did it more for like savings. <laughs> yeah. I legit haven't had a drink since 2018. Like I feel like I need a, like a chip. I've been pregnant or breastfeeding since 2018. My brother's wedding next year. I'm either getting lit or getting that damn chip because that's so long. <laughs> like mama just wants a mojito, a big one. Someone get this girl a mojito ASAP when she is allowed to drink. Now. <laughs> I'll get you a chip. I legit drink on family vacation with Jess. And every year I'm reminded that um, I don't need to drink. And so that one day a year is plenty of enough for me. But with both kids, I really craved pizza and beer like together. Like I would want like a, an ice cold beer and pizza. And I couldn't understand. Like I hate, I hate beer. Like I'm not a beer drinker. I'm not a drinker, but I'm really not a beer drinker. Oh, but I really do not miss saving my body for heathens. No, I don't at all. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, at this point, um, we all can just agree that we have, you know, a really like love heat relationship at this point of breastfeeding. Um, but you know, besides all that crap, what are we going to talk about today? What are we dishing out? Well, I think our listeners need a backstory on how the tri moms became a thing. So in true chaos fashion, we should start with, because 15 years of friendship is a lot and they don't want to hear all of it. That's, that's way too much. Okay. Yeah. Let's just start where we started. Okay. So a long, long time ago, it all started when we were sperm. Well, for you and I, that is true. <laughs> I don't think we're getting all scientifical here, Bill and I. And I started as sperm too, just not like y'all sperm party. <laughs> no. So the first time I'm at Jess's house, we're sitting at the dining room table. It's like after eighth grade science class. We're drinking some soda. We're eating our bagel. And Jess's mom walks in and she asks, how's school? And Jess replies, well, I was the fastest swimmer. And she was so proud of herself. <laughs> okay, so I was never the best at anything. So at that point, like I had to take what I could get. And I learned I was the fastest sperm in science class that day. And so like I was just gonna let everybody know. Like we all were sperm, which like I don't know why that I don't know, like I didn't for some reason, like when he told me like we were all started like a sperm, like I was just like boggled and I should not have been boggled, but I was and I was like I got to tell everybody that I was a sperm once in my life and that I was the fastest. <laughs> well, in your, your mom's reaction was true, Darlene fashion. She didn't skip a beat. She totally let you know how you were the fastest swimmer and how you were so great. <laughs> Anyways, this friendship I feel for me is something personal. I don't often hear about, and maybe it's, I'm wrong, but I really don't think people stay as close as friends as we have. So I think it's very special. I agree. I didn't expect to be your friend nearly decades. And that's with an S later. It's crazy. And Jess, I never pictured us this close ever. You were like the quiet imposter there to steal my bestie. And now I love you. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. It was funny. I never realized how separated I kept the friend triangle. Like I had, I had Gina for like the neighborhood quick after school kind of things. But then you went off to your dad's. And so the weekend was filled with Jess. And I never meant to like keep it that way. It's just what what happened. It was easier. We had to rely on rides. 
And uh, thank God for Jay, because he was our driver on the weekend. So shout out, Jay. You drove us where we needed to go. MVP. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Jay was a a gem. Yeah, back Back then. Yeah, he definitely, you know, drove me around all over the place. But, you know, like, I have to thank my lucky stars as well, because, like, Jay is a terrible driver. So, like, thank God that I am still here to be able to be in this podcast. (laughs) I mean, I really... So, like... I always hear about JB a terrible driver, but I never realized because I wasn't paying attention. Like I was just jamming out to music and, you know, j- jumping around the back seat. So yeah, that boy, we lived. <laughs> that boy is a terrible driver. Jay, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. I'm just going to, I'm going to put it out there. You were a terrible driver. I love you still. Um, you know, there's we appreciate always- all the free gas that I'm sure yeah. Darlene paid for. There's always time to, you know, change that. <laughs> you know I honestly think that the whole separation thing that's why Jess really confused me I was like where did she come from I wasn't in y'all's class I didn't see it grow from like hanging out on the weekends it was like summer hit and there was this person with my buddy having their own buddy things and I was like what who are you? (laughs) Like, who is this person? And Rachel's just like, yeah, this is Jess. And like, y'all were meshing. And I was like, but who is she? And you were so quiet. I'm like, this girl does not talk. I'd be like, Hey, you'd be like with the rest in bitch face. Hey, (laughs) dude, that rest in bitch face (laughs) took over 50 million bazillion compliments. Okay. Every day I'd have to go in and I'd see her rest in bitch face, but she was the only one that wasn't like fake in the classroom. And I was like, yo, I need a friend in this room. So like every day I would have to find something that I liked about Jess and I wanted to be like sincere about it. So like it started with her shoes and then, you know, her, her shampoo hair and it it was just too much. It was just too much. By the end of it though, she didn't have a choice because I was the only other fake girl in that, not fake girl in that classroom. So she had to get stuck with me. Yeah. I, I, I realized at that point, you know, I, I had no other choice. I had to be friends with Rachel, but it ended up turning out very good. But you know what it really is? Like, I'm super, super quiet to the point where people take it as me being like a bitch. A bitch. Not, yeah, literally like a bitch, <laughs> a snob or like that. I'm like just too good, but it's really not the case. Like, I'm just really, I'm shy. I'm super awkward. I'm like an awkward octopus and I'm also really sarcastic and if you don't like understand my sarcasm and take it as a joke, it just, it just usually does not work out. Like I get a lot of looks. And that's like, why we work out great. Just <laughs> because of like the things that just come out of my mouth. Um, and then also like, I have like such bad anxiety, like, but that's like a whole other topic for another podcast. But um, anyway, we all became friends uh, pretty much because of Rachel. She was pretty much like the top of our triangle. And Gina and I were just like one sides and it formed like a triangle, which is why we started calling ourselves like a, like at first the triangle tribe. <laughs> yep. It was the triangle tribe. Yeah. Brandon loved the triangle tribe. Brandon's my husband, by the way. But yep. <laughs> Ma- Rachel made all this possible. Claps for Rachel. Yay. 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 I'm a good matchmaker. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be debated. But- <laughs> I'm, I'm giving it the benefit to be debated but seriously I feel like we truly bonded Jess when we were both pregs together like bump buddies for life Jess Jess you know 
I, now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't even realize you're like professional bump buddy because weren't you bump buddies with Rachel when she was pregnant with Eli and you were with Chloe? I, I was, I was, I was pregnant um, with both of you girls. So I was able to experience being pregnant with Rachel and also with you. I know, profesh. So on that note of having babies, when you had Wyatt, I remembered back to when I first had Nick and even though I wasn't alone, like I had people but like, I felt alone in my own thoughts and it's really hard. Like you want somebody to like confined in, but you don't always have somebody. And I knew I couldn't always be available. So I thought, boom, we're going to make a tribe chat because I knew that Jess would always be there if I couldn't. So that's why we have the tribe thing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, tribe chat really has been there for like the good, the bad, the ugly. I mean, most of the time, like I want to say like, I'm going to give it a 95% of the time when like one of us is not around, usually another one is around to chat it up. And then eventually the other one just catches up. So there's always somebody to talk to, which is nice because there's always something going on, especially when you have kids. And when one does, and when no one answers, you just call one of them until they answer. Basically. (laughs) I mean, the tribe chat has made me not have to Google, do babies get erections? Because spoiler alert, they do. And no one told me. And I was terrified to ask. But yes, ladies, if you ever have a boy, you'll be blessed with having a diaper, a soldier at full attention way earlier than you ever imagined or thought was possible. And you're welcome. Now you don't have to feel like a weirdo Googling. You ladies save me from that. See, I was the weirdo Googling baby boners. So, and I was like over here, what the fuck? Cause I couldn't remember the word erection. So I literally typed in baby boners are a thing or do I call the doctor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real funny. I couldn't remember. I was panicked and I was like, I don't remember what the technical term is. That's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's great. <laughs> baby boner. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Hey, I was 19. Give me a break. He's still here in one piece. Oh my God. <laughs> baby boner (laughs) honestly I mean the chat really has been there like for everything but like I definitely can remember like when I was going through like terrible postpartum with Joey I mean I went through it with like I feel like all three but like Joey was like pretty wild um and you guys like you know you were there like you pretty much talked to me like the whole time um someone was always there uh pretty much to tell me that like I wasn't alone always validating my feelings like you were pretty much like picking up the pieces so I'm forever grateful for this chat (laughs) I mean we are always here to tell each other we got this or that we're bomb ass moms because we do have this and we are bomb ass moms man I think we're on the wrong platform we need our own sitcom yeah okay (laughs) it would be the funniest sitcom ever okay let's just I mean imagine all of our seven kids as characters on a tv show it'd be fucking hilarious as i hear mine literally fighting above me at 10 o'clock at night yeah no that would be like a good or a bad thing um but honestly like the reason we started the tribe podcast was just because like we wanted to be able to help mothers like us who need a tribe or even people like who aren't moms at this point just like you know everybody needs like that type of support system not everybody has it why not have a tribe yeah, being the first of the group to have kids and being 19 when I had Nick, I needed a tribe to understood. And like I had you guys, but 
mm, you, you really didn't understand. I mean, you can't until you are in that position, until you have a child or until you, when you're pregnant and all you can think about is it's your job to protect this baby. Um, you just really need another mom to kind of lean on. So for me, the tribe podcast is, is something really personal. And even if you don't talk directly to us, you just listen each week. I just hope it's a pick me up. So that person doesn't feel alone. Yeah, no, um, you definitely took one for the team and had Nick first. I mean, I can't imagine getting pregnant at the age you did. I know I got pregnant at 20 and I was like dying low key. Like, and I was, fortunate at that point that I was able to reach out to you because I felt like you know you knew what I was feeling in a sense because you got pregnant young like you knew the panic you knew that you know I was super scared super overwhelmed like you just knew it already because you already been through it with Nick so I was really fortunate um in that aspect I mean I did it at 28 and I still needed support like I have a really supportive family but I didn't have anyone close And I was the first person to have a baby in my immediate family since, well, my mom's side, since I was born, I was the last baby besides like, you know, my cousin's little kids, but they were already like zoned out. And on my dad's side, the last little kid was my brother and he's three and a half years younger than me. So I was like trailblazing for everybody. I had the first grandkid, I had the first niece or nephew And the tribe really gave me a path to follow and tools to get me out of the damn weeds because I was, I was lost and I was 28. So I think regardless of what age you are, it's a lot. It doesn't matter if you're rich, if you're living pretty in a mansion, if you plan for this your entire life, if you're living off, like seriously, the hugest trust fund you can ever think of, every mom is going to have different feelings. Even if you remember from our previous video, you set up these expectations, you literally change everything about you changes your body for some may not and more power to you, but your body is going to change the way you think changes. And it may not forever stay that way, but that first couple years it's, it's rough. And I don't care what age you are. You are constantly, there's ups and downs about everything. So I'm just glad that we all have each other. I agree. I mean, even going from one to two is a change, or if you're a boss ass bitch, like Jess going from two to three, badass mama you being outnumbered and all (laughs) well uh this badass mama quote-unquote did not plan for three at all (laughs) um let me tell you going from two to three I think really pushed me like over the edge like I was like teetering on that cliff and then like you know (laughs) and like boom that was it like I completely like fell off that cliff I love you Jess no, it's 100% <laughs> true, like drowning. And then, you know, eventually, like you guys picked me back up pretty much, like I said, from like the lowest of the lows. Um, so honestly, like my hope for this podcast is to reach people who really need that support system or, you know, just a tribe, as we like to say. Yes. Yeah, so mamas, if you feel alone, overwhelmed or struggling to feel human or the kids are just really on your last freaking nerve and you secretly wonder if you can hide in the basement like I'm doing right now. And they don't notice you're gone. We got you. Really, I'm down here right now. Yeah. Yes to all that. And even if you just need a laugh or feel like you've got your shit together, we're here for that too. We're not perfect people. We let our shit hit the fan just like you do. And we're here for you and we're here for it. 
because let me tell you, shit hits the fan here every single day, and I will make you feel like the perfect mommy. <laughs> True that. Or, you know, if you guys, you know, just need to hear how, you know, my one child is calling, you know, someone a douchebag out our car window, you know, for littering. Um, or, you know, if you want to listen to me rant about how my two-year-old at this point thinks that anywhere outside is his own personal bathroom, we got you. Yeah. So first off, if you hear a mom say she's perfect, run. It's not the kind of people you need in your life. <laughs> no. <All right>. Run. <laughs> run fast. We don't need that negativity in our lives. Heck no. <laughs> yeah. Cue the TikTok music. Run. Run. <laughs> Alrighty, new mom friends. Thanks for listening to our little story. It is near and dear to our hearts and we hope to continue to listen. Make sure you don't miss next week's episode by hitting the follow button and find more kids, mom spurt advice and laughs on Instagram at the mommy tripod or at the, or on Facebook at the mommy tripod. Thanks. See ya. Bye.